Welcome to Zion Fellowship's Sermon of the Week. This podcast hosts the weekly Sunday service message from Zion Fellowship, a spirit-led and life-giving local church in Canandaigua, New York, pastored by Chris and Joan Wood. We hope this resource encourages, challenges, and helps you in your journey with God. So whether you're driving, washing dishes, or sitting in your living room, let's prepare our hearts together as we hear the word of the Lord. So I'm going to preach from where I love to be, okay? So I'm going to just do it a little different today, just for the fun of it. So um, I hope it's okay on the live stream that I'm over here. Are we good? All right. I got a thumbs up from Fran. Okay. So I was going to come over there, and I went, yeah, I'm not walking back and forth. you got to save your steps these days, you know? So, yeah, unless you have an Apple Watch and it counts them for you. Um, Anyway, this morning, I want to share with you some of um, my testimony. So um, when Chris and uh, Pastor Chris, Pastor Mark and myself get together, and we have a joint heads of staff meeting. There are two men in the room and one woman. The one woman's brain thinks differently than the two men's brains. In the fact that in my brain, everything is connected. Anybody, any woman connect with me? Like, like this thought is connected to this thought that's connected to this thought. And probably at the end of the day, the thought is my jeans are too tight and I better stop eating all that cake. So that, I mean, it all kind of goes in your head like that all the time. So, so in my mind, Pastor Chris's messages, Pastor Mark's messages, and this message are all tied together. So now I want you to go on that journey with me into my brain, which is a scary place to be. But it, it really is, has, as, um, as Chris has said, um, you know, as is our custom, let's take January, 21 days in January, to pray and fast and hear from God. That's what he's told us. Hear from God. That's what our main goal has been. We've used the Lord's Prayer as a, as a template, as a guide. It's Jesus' words. And so we've been praying that way all together for 21 days. Adding a little fasting to that is always awesome. Uh, and then being in South Carolina has been even better because... In order to hear from God sometimes, you have to stop all the distractions. Anybody say amen to that? And so I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. I didn't have to do laundry. I didn't have to do any of those fun things that is a normal part of life. And so I was able to spend more time with Jesus 
and listening to him. We had um, very little internet, so I had no like outside. It's awesome. If you want to do another fast without media and internet, I highly recommend it. Anyway, you can't even Google things because you have to ask God instead of Google. It's an amazing principle to, to kind of work into your life. And I think what happened is we all know that in 21 days, that's usually the time it takes to start a new habit. And so from 1 Samuel 3, I kept hearing the Lord say, my cry was, speak, Lord, I'm listening. Speak, Lord, I'm listening. So I'm trying to keep that as a habit in my life, to keep that cry, speak, Lord, I'm listening. I have like three messages in this one message, and I'm going to skip some of it. So let me tell you a story. It's always fun to have a story. I was with David and Anna and their three girls. Johanna is four, Lydia is almost two, and Emma was born while we, I was there. I have a lesson from Lydia this morning. I have lots of lessons from Lydia, but I'm going to give you one lesson that I learned from Lydia. Lydia's the almost two-year-old. And Isaiah says in chapter 11, a little child shall lead them. So we can learn lessons not only from maybe the booming voice of God or the whisper voice of God, but we can learn things that God wants to say to us through anybody. And my lesson came through a two-year-old. What I heard, what I heard the Lord say was, well, let me tell you the story. So I sat with Lydia. She is a very active two-year-old, as some might know two-year-olds are. If anybody remembers Lindsay Kerr as a two-year-old, Lydia might be somewhat like, like Lindsay Kerr, always jumping, climbing, diving, whatever, off of her daddy's shoulders, off of the couch, off of, I mean, that's just Lydia. Lydia learned how to do somersaults while I was there. I mean, it's just, she is just on the move all the time. The time that she stops is when you'll sit and read a book to her. So I sat and read a book to her as they were getting ready for nap time, and it's called The Lonely Firefly. It's the guy who wrote The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Some of you might know that one, but this is The Lonely Firefly. And the story is the firefly is looking for other fireflies to play with. And in his little journey, he's looking for lights because that's what a firefly does. So he sees flashlights, he sees headlights, he sees fireworks, he sees all sorts of candles, and he thinks it's a fire, another firefly, and he runs or flies, I guess more accurately, flies to that light, finds out that it's not a firefly. In the process of this little story, he runs across animals, and the first animal that he sees by the light of his eyes is a dog. So what do you all know to do when you're reading a book with a two-year-old and you say, 
you come to a picture of a dog. What does a dog say? And Lydia goes, woof, woof, because she doesn't have many words, but she has animal sounds. So, so she goes, woof, woof, and she's so pleased with herself. And then you turn the page, and there's a picture of a cat, and the eyes of the cat are glowing. And you say, what does a kitty say? And she goes, meow. And she's just so happy that she can answer with the right answer. And, and then the third animal is an owl. And she goes, who, who, who? And she's just pleased as punch with her with her animal sounds. You get to the end of the story, it ends in a good ending, finds more fireflies, happy ending. So that's the end of the story. So, but at the end of this book, it's kind of like an electronic, some kind of a book that I didn't realize when I read it the first time. We get to the last page and the firefly is saying, I can't find, I'm just, so lonely, I can't find another firefly. And all of a sudden, you're looking on the side of this page, and it starts blinking. Like, literally. Lights are blinking through the white part of the page. I am completely caught off guard because I have no idea that this is what is in this book. I figure there's, it's a heavy book, there's more pages, but there was a battery back there and it was making lights blink and you turn the page and there's a page of all these fireflies that have blinking lights. So it's really a fun book. If you want to read it to kids, it's a, it's a fun, fun book, but it was really, it, it was just a fun book. So, at bedtime that night, Lydia asked for that book again. She goes over to the shelf, grabs the book, and, and says, uh, doesn't say anything, but hands me the book. So I sit down at bedtime and start to read it again. Well, she starts to, you know, as we're turning the pages, we get to the doggy, woof, woof, woof. We get to the kitty, meow. Before we even turned the page, she was already making the owl sounds. Do you know in your Bible, in the Psalms, there's a little word that's S-E-L-A-H. Selah. Selah. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. It means pause. It means think about these things. It means meditate on these things. It means stop for a minute. And that night, David and Anna put the girls to bed, and I went to my little room. And I said to Jesus, which was my cry. You heard some of it last week. Jesus, all I want to see is you. All I want to be is where you are. Tim, thank you. I don't know where you are, Tim. The Holy Spirit is at work, even right now. He started, I don't know how many weeks ago, Tim put the song list together. But he knew, God knew, where he was going to bring us today. And that he needed to hear that cry come from each one of us. I just want to be where you are. 
So here's my story, and it's a fast one. I went back to my room, and I listened. And the Lord said, who, who, who? I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm th immediately thinking of the owl in the book. And the Lord says to me, your life, my life. wrapped up in three who's. Whose you are. Who you are. And who you're with. If you want to come along on this journey with me, you can either be a spectator or you can jump in the river. You can go in the deep end with me, but this is where we're going. Jesus, hear my cry. Ooh. Jesus, hear my cry. Jesus, hear. Jesus. 
what happens is we begin to see him. We see whose we belong to. Who is he that we belong to? The creator God. Colossians 1 says he is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. Now burning within, it 
Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Doesn't end there. In the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? As you've drawn us near by your amazing grace. And now burning within is a desire to see See you. 
to see fresh revelation for today, God. Open heaven. Open our eyes to see you, to see you ruling and reigning, to see your majesty as never before, to see your splendor, to see the brilliance of your light that in heaven there is no need for a sun because you're there. To see you and your eyes ablaze. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Philip stood before us and his heart burned with love for Jesus and I told him the other day because of your burning I got scorched some of what is true that the scripture that George read Mary went and got in that place sometimes it takes that takes a movement on our part to draw to come and be where he is but I believe it comes Is a desire to see you.
this God. The second who is who you are, who I am. This God that we've just sung about. He loves you and he knows you by name. This God chooses in his infinite mercy to use us broken and weak dependent on him for every word if I want to speak anything I've got to hear it from him first otherwise it's empty words it's clanging symbols this God who chooses to use you and I he calls us his treasure Deuteronomy for you are a holy people to the Lord your God the Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of this earth this God calls you and I his workmanship his art his poem his song his story Ephesians 2 we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them this God this God calls you and I his living epistles we are his letters Jesus is the message but we're his letter we're his epistle Second Corinthians says, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh. That is of the heart. That's where God wants to brand us. That's where he wants to burn us. That's where he wants the burning to begin in our hearts for him. And we have to know whose we are. Who we are. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We are his crucified. That's what gives the definition to the piece of the puzzle. That's why we have pieces. Because, and it's why we have songs and why we are art and why we are stories because it's him living in us, not us. Jesus had an encounter with Paul in Acts chapter 26. And he said to him, rise. Actually, the encounter was earlier in chapter, in, in Acts, but this is an accounting Paul is giving of Jesus' words to him. But rise and stand on your feet, 
For I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness of both the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet to reveal to you. God has more. Aren't you glad? He's not done with us yet. He has more to reveal. He is the only self-revealing God. India may have 300 million gods, but we serve the only self-revealing God who wants us to know him, who draws us into his presence, who pays the price so that we can. And the third who... who we're with in your presence oh God there is fullness of joy to your right hand oh God there are pleasures evermore it's who you're with I so loved being with Lydia and Johanna and Emma and David and Anna but as God is making us a living breathing psalm It has to start with breathing in because you don't have any song to go out unless you have a song coming in. You don't have any breath to go out unless you have breath coming in. So if you will right now, just take a deep breath. You are You are the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. You are the air. You are the air I breathe. 
here's the secret. You are my daily bread. You are my daily bread. Your very word. Spoken because I'm listening to me. You are my daily bread. You are my daily bread. You're writing your song. He's writing my song. And there's a text to our songs. And you know, the cool thing is we don't even have to write it ourselves. We don't have to manufacture it. We don't have to dream it up. It's actually found. The text is found in his presence. And it's given to us by none other than the living word of God, Jesus. He's going to keep writing verses. Because as I heard God in South Carolina, I'm done. One second, I'm done. So I heard God in South Carolina. He told me two things. He said, what the world needs right now is Jesus. It's the only thing. The world doesn't need our opinions. The world needs Jesus. The church needs Jesus. We, I, need Jesus. It's that simple. And as he starts to bring that personal revival, that burn in us, so that we see him and we know, begin to know the hope of his calling in our life, then we have our song and we can sing it.
So if you do one thing for me, you don't have to. But as Paul is talking to Timothy, he says, there's some laying on of hands that needs to be done. And if you feel comfortable and want to lay a hand on the person next to you, Paul tells Timothy to stir up the gift. Stir up the gift that God has given. It's who you are. It's your puzzle piece. It's your song. It's your poem. It's your art. Lay hands on somebody. God, we ask you right now. We know you're on the move. We know you're on the move. And you want all of us to be fully functioning followers of Christ. The time is short. The harvest is now. And you need some harvesters. And you, in your mercy, choose to use us. Some of us as harvesters, some of us as sifters, some of us as bakers, some of us as sandwich makers, some of us as waiters and waitresses. Everybody, God, you want us to be functioning. So God, right now, I am asking Holy Spirit that you would come and you would stir. You would begin to burn. God, you would be that flame. It would come from your eyes, Jesus, that your eyes of fire would scorch us right now, God. God, and that the Holy Spirit would come in power and stir up that gift that's in each one that you have made us, who we are in you, Christ crucified, the life that I now live, I live in you, God. And I thank you that it's you, God, that it's you are the gift. And in, in, in last or two weeks, I don't even know when it was, the Holy Spirit spoke to us and he said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach, Isaiah 61, to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. That is what God is saying to us right now. Zion Fellowship, you can either receive it or not. Isaiah 11, and there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall come and grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. God, you are pouring out your spirit today, in this day. You are pouring it out not only on men and women, but you are pouring it out on all flesh. You are pouring it right now on our kids in kids' church and nursery. God, you are a, a God of all ages, <clears throat> and you want all all to see you, all to have those revelation of you, all to have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, all to have that anointing to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you. And as we lay our hands on those on either side of us, God, we are saying, stir up, stir us up, God, stir us up, stir us up, God, stir us up, God, stir us up, God. Stir us up, God.
because we have a world that needs to hear the good news. If you would just give me 30 seconds to sing this last song and join me. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me All my days I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head I will sing This is our message of the goodness Thank you for your faithfulness.
I thank you with every breath that you give us. God, what we breathe in will be breathed out to this generation, to this world. God, I thank you for every piece of the puzzle that's here today. And if some of you didn't get a piece of the puzzle last week, please come up and take a piece of the puzzle. We're going to be talking about the pieces of the puzzle for the next, I don't know how long. But God, you are, you are forming us, changing us in your presence, God. And I thank you. Thank you for my brothers and sisters, my family here. God, we bless you and thank you. Give somebody a hug and say, I love you. I hope this message has encouraged and challenged you in your walk with God today. Again, this podcast is a resource of Zion Fellowship, a spirit-led and life-giving local church in Canandaigua, New York. If you'd like to learn more about us, find us at our website at zionfellowship.net or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Also, feel free to give us a call at 585-394-7450. Blessings to you as you continue in your day.